This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Sunday, December 23rd, 2012. Reclaiming Christmas, the language. So our fourth and final Sunday of Advent today, we're going to reclaim the language of Christmas. Good morning, Connection Church. Okay, so you're out there. I'll tell you what, when you stand up here and you just see a light, I just kind of know. Can I hear you again? Go like this. Good. Okay. Oh, I can see when I do this. I'll preach the whole time like this. Yeah. Good morning, Barry. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, we thank you and we praise you this day. Wow, what a great day we have to celebrate you. God, I would ask that you would touch us in a way that you see fit. It might be through a smile or a hug or a handshake or a stirring to the core of our being. God, thank you for joining us here. Thank you for your love. And we spend this time now with you in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit and all of Connection Church said, Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. Today we're reclaiming the language of Christmas. In order to do that, we're going to have to let some things go, some expressions that have become very popular outside the church and and maybe even sometimes inside the church. I don't know, some expressions that we've been encouraged to use so as not to step on anybody's toes, so as not to hurt anybody's feelings. Some expressions that I guess they call them politically correct. In order to reclaim the language, then we're going to let some of these go, like, so no more happy holidays. Although we hope your holidays are happy, that's just such a generic term. It's just so bland. How about this one? No more happy winter solstice. First of all, the solstice was two days ago, so it's so two days ago. Plus, it just sounds a little ridiculous, doesn't it? I hope I'm not stepping on toes, but I am. Okay. Um, No more happy winter time. That's got absolutely no ring to it whatsoever. No more happy winter festival season. Not only does that have no ring, but it's bulky and boring. Um, how about no more Winterval? What's that, a cross between winter and interval? I don't get it. Somebody, um, okay, here's the one somebody between services gave me that they were encouraged to use so that as to avoid something else. Decemberation. <laughs> That's funny. I hope you have a wonderful Decemberation. You know, that just sounds full of ridiculosity, doesn't it? <laughs> so let me, um, we're going to let go of all these. And so we're going to leave us with one really simple expression for this kind of time of year. And that expression, quite simply, is Merry Christmas. Say it with me with gusto, will you? Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Yeah. It just kind of rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Merry Christmas. It's got a ring. It's got a jingle. It's so natural, and it's not bulky, and it's, it's classy. Say it one more time with gusto. Merry Christmas. All right, we're done. See ya. Not so fast. Not so fast. 
we're going to take a little bit of a closer look at Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, that expression isn't something new. It actually started as a seasonal greeting way back in 1565 in England. In England. Okay, two words. Merry Christmas. Let's start with Merry. It means cheerful and jolly. And um, in some places, it also meant delightful. So that's Merry. Next is Christmas. That's actually made up of two words. Christ, Mass. Christ, the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew word for Messiah. Say that word, Messiah. Okay, Messiah, which means anointed. Anointed one, the one who God has anointed to be savior of humankind. Kings are anointed. And so Jesus is king of kings and Lord of lords. So we have Christ, then we have Mas, M-A-S. Really, the shortened form is M-A-S-S. That stands for Mass. It's an English term, again, for the festival or feast day that the church has um, coming from the Catholic tradition. And I know some of you have said, yeah, I'm coming to Mass. And I know what you mean when you say that. Mass, Christ Mass, the festival day in the church in which we celebrate the one who came to save us, the day that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And of course it's merry. Of course it's jolly, cheerful, delightful even. Of course, God joins us in the flesh, born there in a stable to later die on a cross, paying the price for our sins, your sins and mine. Mary, if anything, it is an understatement for the way we should be feeling when we contemplate God joining us in that stable. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so, the secular world encourages us, oftentimes forces its citizens to use alternative expressions in order to separate the, the church and the state, also so not to offend those who are not Christ followers, in order to be PC politically correct. In thinking about all this, I cannot remember one time in the last week when I've been out doing what I do, you know, the shopping thing, um, I have had many cheerful people say, Happy Holidays, I can't remember one Merry Christmas. So they'd say, Happy Holidays, and I'd say, Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. And some would say, Merry Christmas back. But here's the thing. Whether people believe in Jesus or not, all of this that we do, all of this that we do this time of year is a result of the birth of Christ. Yeah. All we do, and for good reason. His birth, the birth of Jesus, is the single most important, most noted, most celebrated, most life-changing event in the history of humankind, in the history of the world. Let's face it, we measure the years, we measure history in relationship to the birth of Jesus Christ. When we say a date and then say B.C., it means before Christ. When we say a date and say A.D., That stands for Anno Domini. It's a Latin term meaning in the year of our 
Lord and the years since Christ was born. Well, in recent years, there have been some new designations, quite interesting, that are not so Christ-centered. In place of B.C., we now have B.C.E., which stands for Before the Common Era. And then, instead of A.D., we have C.E., which is Common Era. And what is absolutely hilarious about all of this is even though they've taken Christ out of the wording... It's still his birth, right there, that marks the separation between the two eras. <laughs> we just can't get away from it. Merry Christmas. Another thing at this time of year, some people are challenged by the expression Merry Xmas because it appears to, to, to take Jesus out of the equation, but actually it's just the opposite. You see, actually it's, it's not a secular attempt to X out Jesus, this common expression was first, uh, well, it has a long legitimate history, first uh, uh, introduced as early as 1100, here we go, A.D., 1100 A.D. It's the X, X is the Greek letter chi, C-H-I, and it's the first letter in the Greek spelling of the word Christ. And it's long been used then for the abbreviation of that word, that name Christ. The Greek letters chi, C-H-I, and rho, R-H-O. First two letters of the Greek word for Christ are often put together and form this Christian monogram that you see at the bottom of the screen. Maybe you've seen that before. It's called a Christogram. And you often see that in, in churches, inside churches, on uh, sometimes on like the communion table. I know growing up we had that uh, on our communion table. It wasn't quite that fancy, but it was the P. You know, I always called it the PX. I didn't realize that it was, you know, Greek, and it was, that's a representation for Christ. It's a, like an abbreviated form. So um, the thing to keep in mind, too, is when you have Xmas, think about this. It's not X and Christ out. That stands for Christ. But the other thing is, that's a reminder that even at his birth, he came to die on the cross. So even at, at Christmas, there's a cross in his future, and thank the Lord in our future. So why is it so important to wish him Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays? What is wrong with a Winterville concert at school rather than a Christmas concert? Well, at first, it doesn't really seem like a very big deal at all. But if we're not careful... It begins to seep in. Even we, as followers of Jesus, could lose touch with the real reason for the season. And we too will begin to think of happy holidays and winter holiday and all those words instead of the birth of the Savior of the world. We too would merely offer holiday greetings rather than a reminder that we celebrate the birth of the one who changes lives, the birth of the one who changes the world. Basically this, we must never forget why we celebrate this time of year and we must never forget who we celebrate this time of year. Why is it so important to keep Christ in Christmas, keeping Jesus at the center of it all? Well, let's go back to the beginning, back to when the angels first shared the good news. 
we find part of the Christmas story in the first chapter of Matthew's book, which is found in the second part of the Bible in the New Testament. Joseph finds out that his fiancée, Mary, is pregnant, and he's not the father. Hello. He plans to quietly break off the engagement in order to save her from being publicly disgraced. What a good guy. And then an angel appeared to him in a dream, and here's what the angel told him. He said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. There is a reason and a purpose that we celebrate during this season of the year. There is a reason and a purpose behind all of these Christmas carols that we sing. And it's not because of chestnuts and snowmen and silver bells and candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's not because of all that. There is a reason and a purpose behind the language. Behind the language we use. Not the language of happy holidays and happy winter solstice. We celebrate for one reason. And one reason only. Because it is God who came into this world. God came to earth in the flesh. Emmanuel. The real person. He was real. And his name is Jesus. And he is the Christ. And he is, and because of him, we can celebrate all of those other things, but they are not the reason we celebrate. We are merry because it is Christ. It is Christmas. We get some more of the story in the first chapter of Luke's book, also found in the second part of the Bible, the New Testament, where we read where God sent the angel Gabriel to visit a virgin named Mary. In in the Matthew, we see uh, kind of Joseph's story. Now we get Mary's side of the story. Visit a a virgin named Mary who was pledged to marry Joseph. And when the angel told her that she was highly favored, the Lord was with her. She was greatly troubled, wondering what this was all about. That's a heads up. If you ever get a message that you're highly favored, the Lord is with you. Hello. uh, Something's coming. Anyway, it was for her. She's a little nervous. She's wondering what's all about. And here's, here's what the angel said to her. Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. When, when Mary asks, how will this happen as she is a virgin? She is told that it will be through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we celebrate this day we call Christmas. Again, not because we need a holiday. Not because it's wintertime. Not to give you a, a week and a half off from school. We celebrate because through God's power... Mary gave birth to a child, the very son of the Most High God. And at a particular time, in a particular place, he was given the name, and his name was Jesus. 
which means God saves. Jesus is the one anointed to save you and me. The anointed one, Messiah, Christ. Merry Christmas. In the next chapter of Luke, we read of the shepherds in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night. Just like Linus shared earlier. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. This is the shepherds out in the field. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Say it with me. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. For unto you uh, is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord. Mm. One last thing before we close this morning. You know, all too often our children know more about Santa Claus than they do Jesus at this time of year. And and no wonder. Uh, Oftentimes he's much more visible. Plus, for nearly 200 years, children have been listening to Twas the Night Before Christmas, a poem written by C. Clement Moore, which has Santa as the central character. What would happen if our children got to hear a new poem in which the Savior of the world was the central character? What if that poem went something like this? Now, what I'm about to read, it's in your program. But right now, we'd like for you to just listen. T'was the night before Christmas, and all through the town, people clamor for lodging, but none can be found. Exhausted from travel, his pregnant wife too, Joseph searches and begs, any shelter will do. At last, he is offered a portion of hay where livestock are kept, and that's where they stay. Poor Mary's time comes while they camp in this place. For the birth of a king, what ironic disgrace. She labors in silence. He shields her from view. They are lonely and fearful, but trusting God, too. Contractions intensify. Animals stare. They wish they were home with loved ones who care. The stillness is pierced by a newborn's weak cry. The miracle babe is wrapped till he's dry. Tiny fingers and feet are kissed and inspected. One day they'll be wounded, pierced, and rejected. He's laid in a feed trough, this bread of life. Messiah has come, Joseph said to his wife. In glad Jewish custom, announcers are hired when babies arrive, but this music's inspired. Fear not, for behold, I bring tidings of joy, peace, and goodwill through the birth of this boy. The shepherds who hear it are first to believe, 
a lamb has been born, and they hurry to see. In wonder they honor him, chuckle his chin. Their excitement and joy causes Mary to grin. Then we hear them exclaim, and many are awed. The Savior has come, all glory to God. And that's the real story in rhythm and rhyme of the night before Christmas when God entered time. Now that is some language as we reclaim Christmas. We encourage you to to take that that's in your program and share it with your children or your grandchildren or people in your family or friends. Share the real story of Christmas and then share the difference that Jesus has made in your life. Let's face it, without Christ, Christmas is an empty, meaningless winter break with economic consequences for many store owners. And us. (laughs) With Jesus, we're a part of something that changes the world. It starts with the language we use when we talk about this time of the year. And the language we use must include Jesus. The language must include the Christ, the Anointed One. It's time for us to reclaim the language, and it's up to us. So, it's important to say, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Say with me with gusto, will you? Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's the good, 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 good news. Yeah. Let's live it. Let's pray. Most holy God, uh, please give us the courage to shout Merry Christmas, to not accept substitutes, to not water down what this season's about. Because it is a holiday, but there's only one reason it's a holiday. That means Holy Day, and it's holy because of you, your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers.